We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigert. It's Friday night, that means. Let's talk some high school football as it is week three around the Commonwealth, week three around the area. Let's talk to Cody Elliott now from the Daily News Record as we talk some high school football. Cody, how are you? Ready for week three? I am, yeah. Um, It's hard to believe we're already at this point. Um, Week three, I feel like we were just, you know, talking preseason expectations and things like that, so... Um, we're quickly uh, getting into games that matter and, and games with playoff implications already. So it's, it's pretty fun to, to you know really get full swing into this thing. And it, do, it does go quick. There's no doubt about that. And there are some big games around the area tonight. Anything surprise you from last week as we, we take a quick look back? I don't know if there were necessarily too many surprises. Um, I, I think that, you know, I, the, the biggest one that stood out to me was probably Larray um, taking care of Buffalo Gap. Um, that was a game that, you know, we talked about last week. I thought it was going to be a – a really competitive game, really physical game. Um, two teams that I that I expect to be uh, playoff contenders this year, and for Larray to really um, just take care of business and and not you know allow Gap to make that game close at all, um, I thought it was really a statement for them, and, and really says a lot about how good that football team can be. Um, you know, I thought they had a lot of talent last year, and and a lot of different factors came into play and caused their season not to go the way they wanted it to, um, and they seemed pretty motivated from that throughout the preseason, and so. For them to come out last week and now move to two and zero going into the bye week this week, um, just a, just a big win for them, and I think this, you know, like I said, a, a little bit of a statement there. They they seem to be really good. I mean, I mean that that that's a team that I think folks need to look out for. Yeah, they are. They they, they look like a, a what a stereotypical Larray team has looked like under Nolan Jeffries, their head coach. Um, their running game is really really strong. Their defense is pretty stout. Um, right now, they're they're top two running backs for the two leading rushers in the Bull Run district. Um, they've they've been, wow. you know, pretty unstoppable in the run game. Um, you know, 514 yards in week one, I think over 350 last week. So uh, they know what they're good at and they stick to it. And so far, it's certainly paying off for them. Well, let, let's stick with the Bull Run now that we're talking some, some Lou Reg and they have a bye, as you mentioned, but obviously a big one with uh, with Central and East Rock. Uh, doing battle tonight and East Rock again the, the tough loss to Spotswood in week one but they bounced back and were impressive last week Central hasn't allowed a point so far this year um, this one should be a lot of fun tonight it should and it, it's two very contrasting styles um, just lately you know with Central posting back-to-back shutouts over the year obviously a really stout defense there um, they're known for their physicality they're known for, the, for their size in the trenches um, where East Rock is more known for their skill players and known for their speed and uh, that doesn't that doesn't mean that the East Rock doesn't want to be physical. It doesn't have the the ability to be physical, but their their speed and their athleticism, um, especially at the quarterback position and on the outside at the receiver spot, um, is, is their bread and butter. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how that matchup plays out. I think you know obviously if East Rock's going to have a chance, they're going to have to to play well in the trenches. Um, as good as they are on the skill in, at the skill position, um, you know they've got to step up in the trenches and, and match Central's physicality. Uh, and try to find some success offensively. Uh, and defensively, they're going to have to hold their own. I mean, the central offense has been, has been you know, kind of up and down. Um, they're, they're certainly going through some growing pains, but they've still been impressive, um, you know, numbers-wise through the first two games. Uh, East Rock's got to slow them down uh, because, obviously, I think points are going to come in a premium in terms of for, for the East Rock offense. So they need to try to, to hold their own on the defensive end in order to, to keep that one close. Well, Central shut out their first two opponents. East Rock got shut out last year by by Central as well, twenty one nothing. Talk about what, what does East Rock need to do to, to find some offense against this defense? It's been out, outstanding. I think you got, you you've got to take advantage of the skill guys. You got to get them in space. I mean, the speed that East Rock has is, is going to be hard for Central to match. 
um, not only you know not only for Central but for any team that they face in the Four Run District. I think that's the one advantage that they have over other teams. Uh, so, so getting those guys with space, getting Zachary Zorn on the outside, getting guys like Dame Durrett, like Morris, Ben Dinkle, getting those guys with space where they can work. Um, they've got some wiggle room to, to make a play. Uh, I think that's what they want to do. And then obviously Jakari East, the quarterback, um, he's been great with his arm so far this season. Uh, I think we'd like to see him get a little bit more involved in the run game. That was something that he talked about in the offseason. Uh, something that he wanted to improve on and, and show this year that he could, he could do a little bit of everything. Uh, so far, he hasn't, he hasn't gotten going in the run game too much. Um, I'd like to see him get a little more active that way, and I think if he does, he can make life difficult for the Central defense. Will this finally be a test for Central? Do you think this will be a good football game? I, I think it has potential to be. Now, now saying that, uh, we need to see the East Rock team that played last week and not the East Rock team from week <laughs> one, obviously. Right. Um, and, and that season opening loss to Spotswood, I mean, the slow start was just really brutal. I mean, two points um, as they were approaching halftime. Um, the offense just couldn't get clicking. Um, they're not going to be able to afford, afford to do that against Central. Uh, you're talking about one of the two or three best teams in the entire Valley. Um, you know, East Rock's going to have to get, get off to a hot start. Um, if they can get a touchdown or two early um, and put some pressure on Central, I think the game changes because I don't think Central's been challenged yet this year. And, and I, while they do have that experience from last season, it's a new team, new roster, so that there, there's a learning curve there in terms of dealing with adversity. And um, I think East Rock's got to get a score early, got to try to keep it close in that first or second quarter, and then, it, then they can turn it into a game. But if Central drops out to a 14-point, 21-point lead early, um, you know, I, it's going to be hard for, for East Rock to try to turn a comeback around like they were able to, to do against Spotswood. Um, you know, this is just too good of a football team. And East Rock playing at Central tonight, a little bull run rivalry this evening as uh, we continue talking high school football. Week three of the high school football season, we talk with Cody Elliott, the sports editor and preps reporter for the Daily News Record. And let's stick with, with the, the bull run. There was a game last night. Clark County beat Skyline 27-16, to so they, they stay undefeated so far. Um, Strasburg played their first game last week, an impressive win as they won at Broadway. They go to Warren County, who they should be able to handle tonight. But does that Strasburg team, is that a Rams team that can compete for the bull run? It certainly is. And I think it just you know speaks to the fact that how many good teams there are in the bull run this year. I mean, we're talking about Central and East Rock being a big game. We just spoke about Luray. Obviously, Clark County's off to a hot start, and they've been a you know a contender every single year, it seems like. Um, and then when you mention Strasburg as well, you're talking about over half the league that it seems like are legitimate right, contenders. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think the one thing that, that you're going to get with Strasburg is it's not necessarily going to be a lot of flash. It's not necessarily always going to be the prettiest thing, but they're consistent. They know what they're good at. Uh, much like Luray, they, they have a strong run game. They have a good defense. They're going to stick to their identity. And uh, I, I think last week's win over Broadway proved that. And, again, this is a team that's dealt with some adversity early on with some, some canceled games, some unexpected things that have popped up. Uh, so, for them to come out last week and really get a, a good win over a solid Broadway team like that, I think it really showed us that you know this program hasn't fallen off and they're still there and, and still expected to be a contender this year. Madison County's at Meriden, uh, Meridian, excuse me, in, in the Bull Run. Uh, Page County goes to Stanton tonight. Mountain Views at Bath County. Some other games in the Bull Run. In the Shenandoah District, again, our, our game of the week this week on WSVA is the Riverheads game as the Gladiators take on Lord Botatop as they go for the state record tonight. Um, is, is it still, when you think about this and trying to win their 53rd straight, is that still amazing to you? It, it absolutely is. And I think, you know, it's, it's almost. Um, not being talked about enough, and, and 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 not that that's anyone's fault in particular. I think I don't know how much more you can say about it, but it is it is pretty incredible um, when you look at the numbers and when you really break it down. 
Um, you know, just all, all the stats that have come through there, all, all the games they've won, the lopsided scores, the, the you know, breaking it down and statistically, um, what they've done through this 53-game stretch has just been incredible. Um, it, it's fitting that it comes, or the potential win could come against a, a Lord Vodafone team. Um, you know, that, that's a class three power that, that you know, for, for so many years, folks have talked about um, Riverhead's not having the ability to play against, you know, uh, higher classifications and, and that they, they, they tend to dominate in the lower. But um, every time they face those, upper, those higher classifications, they, they've still managed to find success. So to get a historic win against that program um, we, would just be really fitting. And um, I think it's going to be one of the probably the best atmosphere um, of the year down there uh, tonight. And, and I expect, you know, a packed house in Greenville um, and a lot of really cool things happening. Lord Botetourt, do they have a chance in this? How good are they this year? Lord Botetourt is certainly, yeah, they certainly have a chance, and I think Riverheads is going to have its hands full. I mean, I think there's been so much that's been, you know, focused in on on, on the celebration that could happen and, and the record that could be set and, and how Riverheads has gotten here, but I think what can't be overlooked is that there's a, a legitimate chance they could be beat tonight. Um, Lord Botetourt is, is a really good team, uh, scored 70 points last week in a win over Blacksburg, and um, you know, they, they've got a little bit of everything size. They've got multiple Division One players, um, guys going to the Power 5 level. They've got an athletic quarterback. I mean, they, they, they're going to give Riverheads everything that they can handle. Um, last year, I think they were a little overwhelmed by, by the Riverheads run game and the discipline and the approach that they, they come with. But, you know, this year they, they kind of know what to expect, and they, they've got the athletes to match up. And I think it's certainly, um, you know, you, you, you hope not for Riverheads' sake, but there's certainly a chance that, that they could go down tonight. Okay, we're talking with Cody Elliott from the Daily News Record. He is their sports editor and a preps reporter. And also in the Shenandoah district, uh, Waynesboro plays at Fort Defiance. Waynesboro, Little Giants, they fell a Stewart's draft last week. But Fort Defiance Indians, uh, they're playing well right now. They got, they got a win last week over Liberty Bedford. Um, had a close loss to TA in week number one. But Fort and Waynesboro, this Fort team, I think they're, they're a lot better than what they were a year ago, aren't they? They certainly are. And that, that doesn't mean, you know, talking to some people, you know, Folks are asking you just how good they are. I'm not sure if they're they're in that upper echelon of the Shenandoah District yet, but they certainly are improved. Um, you know that team was so young a year ago, and and uh, younger than most teams that we we see on the varsity level around here, um, with, with how many freshmen they had on the field, and and now those freshmen are still only sophomores, which is, is usually considered young. So, I mean, when you look at that team, they're they're young, but they do have experience now. And I think you know early on, you know, just like last week, I mean, Dan Rolf talked about it. Um, he was happy with the way his team adjusted. You know, the, Liberty Bedford did some different things defensively to kind of throw Ford off, and they were able to adjust, and the players were able to handle that and, and make those adjustments and execute. Um, and it's ultimately why they came out with the win. So, um, yeah, they've been they've been impressive with how they've played. And then on the other side of that, you know, they're facing a Waynesboro team that, that is kind of desperate for a win now after an 0-2 start. Yeah, no question. Again, we're talking with Kelly Elliott from the Daily News Record. And in the Valley District, um, let's talk about the games around Rockingham County. And um, we'll start here in Harrisonburg. The Blue Streaks need a win. They're 0-2. They play an 0-2 Millbrook team tonight. They finally play on a Friday. They play Thursday, Saturday. Um, got handled pretty handily in, in each of those games so far. Can they get a win tonight over Millbrook? I think they can. It's been a rough start um, to the year, obviously. Um, I don't think, you know, I, I, I've spoken with you before about, you know, I think they're better than their record indicates and better than the score indicates, but um, there's no doubt about the fact that they have not played well in their first two games and, and they, they have not played as well as they would have liked to coming into the season. Um, with that being said, Millbrook's a struggling team. Um, last year it provided Harrisonburg its first one of the year, and they went on to have a, a solid season after that. So this is another opportunity to get things back on track. Um, you know, I think, you know, 
the big key for Harrisonburg is just to get something going offensively. They've, they've, their only points of the year came off a defensive touchdown. They have yet to score on the offensive end. So they've got to get something going offensively, um, whether that's the run game through the pass game, whatever the case may be. They've got to find some kind of formula for success this week. Um, if they do that, there's certainly an opportunity here for a win. And, uh, you know, one win is kind of all you need at this point in the season to get things back on track with, with, with so many games still left on the schedule. We're talking with Cody Elliott from the DNR, talking high school football here in week number three. Uh, Spotswood has won as many games as they did a year ago. They're 2-0. They welcome John Hanley to town. The judges are also 2-0 and very talented as they beat Harrisonburg pretty handily last week. But um, I guess we'll, we'll, this will be a true test for Spotswood, won't it? It will. Um, you know, it, 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 There's a lot of uh, good feelings around the Spotswood program right now with two wins, um, and deservedly so. I mean, that program, you know, to beat East Rock in the first week was a bit of a surprise, and to, to take care of business, they obviously are much improved and, and you know, have, have, a, have a legitimate shot to see in the Valley District. Uh, with that being said, you know, Hanley is a little bit of a different animal. Um, you know, we saw what they did to Harrisburg last week. We've seen their consistent success over the past few seasons. Um, they're one of the better teams around, and, and so, you know, this will certainly be a big test for Spotswood, and um, we'll certainly kind of, if they're able to get a win here, uh, it'll, it'll tell us a lot about, you know, the long-term prospects and how, how good the Spotswood team is this year because, you know, up until this point, I mean, they're, they're a solid team in the Valley District. I think, they, like I said, they certainly have a chance to compete. Um, but if they can get a win over Hanley, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, n- no question. Again, we're talking with Cody Elliott from the Daily News Record. And T.A. is back at home. They get Monticello. The Mustangs come to town, and they're 0-2. Um, T.A., again, they, they lost last week to Brookville, but there's no shame in that as they fell 35-6. to uh, We'll see how they bounce back this week. But uh, do you expect T.A. to roll in this one? I do. Monticello has really been struggling. I mean, last week they lost. They're forty-one to six to Wilson Memorial. It was a good program, but but obviously, um, you know, back-to-back lopsided losses for any team is hard. And uh, for Monticello, that's been the case so far. So, um, you know, this is an opportunity for TA to really work on some things and and get back on track. Um, I, I actually, like you said, uh, losing to Brookville isn't isn't the worst thing. I mean, even at thirty-five to six, I thought that they they had an improvement from last year when yeah. when, when Brookville came to town and and beat them fifty nothing. Um, and in the second half last week, you know, Scott Turner talked about how he felt like his team played better and actually competed with Brookville and, and, and you know, did a lot of things right. So uh, I think they'll try to build off that. Um, I still think, you know, when you look at the numbers and the things that TA is doing offensively, defensively, um, there's a lot to like about that football team. And, um, you know, I, I still haven't wavered on my thoughts on them and how good they have the potential to be. And I think, uh, you know, this week is a good opportunity to kind of showcase their full potential um, against a team that's struggling. And we'll wrap up the Valley District. Broadway is on the road tonight. They play at William Monroe, who's 0-2, and they have not played great so far. Broadway will try and bounce back. They were without a lot of guys last week. I think they get most of them back this week, and they're lost to Strasburg. So uh, the Gobbler's on the road to play William Monroe. And I, I, I got a feeling that they'll they'll bounce back in a big-time way tonight. Yeah, you got to think for a number of reasons. I mean, William Monroe's struggling, obviously, and, and this seems like a good opportunity in that aspect. But also, like you mentioned, so many key players out from a week ago. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to say that's the only reason they lost to Strasburg right. at all, but that that certainly had a had a role in it and played a, played a factor. Um, so to have those guys back, um, you know, they're itching to play um, to get the full team back after you know what was a solid win in, in week one. Um, they want to continue to build off that and and you know hopefully not lose two in a row. So um, this is a good opportunity. 
for them to get back on track and, um, you know, hopefully get their season going in the right direction. All right, check out all of the high school coverage, uh, not just football, but volleyball, cross country, everything else. Go to dnronline.com slash sports. Check out all the high school stuff from uh, Cody and his team. Cody Elliott, thank you so much for your time, my friend. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week. Yep, thanks, Dave.